You are listening to the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, Eve Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine co-host, Woody, where we bring it to you raw, unfiltered, with no chaser. And once again, you have found the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Woody, let's have some fun. All right, so... Uh, You'll have to forgive my previous episode because it was very somber. I know, I know. It's like just thinking about the election results, the Supreme Court results. It's enough to just make you go, damn, damn. But how, let's, let's have a little bit of fun. Joe Biden uh, ha, is said to speak tonight, so I'm sure he'll talk about the election, the, the, the scamdemic and all that kind of nonsense. But CNN... Uh, the same doctor, by the way, that told you Christmas must be must end. By the way, did you get your? Are you still having Christmas? I mean, we in my household here in the Vanderbilt household, we've decided that yes, we're going to have and continue on with Christmas. Got our tree, going to do all the Christmas things. In fact, I'm I'm inclined to go for a trip. Uh, I wasn't going to go for a trip, but because the media tells me that I can't, I almost want to. But anyway. Remember the doctor on CNN, uh, Dr. Jonathan Reiner, on CNN told you that, well, we must, you know, we can't do Christmas. It's just, we'll have, we'll do it next year. It'll be glorious next year, but this year we can't do Christmas. Well, he's come out and says Biden should be vaccinated publicly on Monday. Now, as I record this, it's a Monday. So whether he meant next Monday, whatever, but he's saying now, this is, this is beautiful. CNN and their their absolute nonsense uh, that Biden should be vaccinated publicly. I guess to show you know this is a good thing. Everybody look at the president elect is doing it. But CNN also wrote uh, on December fourth wrote an article why vaccinate our most frail uh, odd vote out shows the dilemma one of the persons on some panel about vaccinating the elderly came out against it because uh people could die and in fact she went up to say don't be some people should not be alarmed when uh, people start dying after taking the vaccine. And her whole thesis was that the elderly, we haven't done any tests on the elderly, and if they start taking the vaccine and they start dying, it's okay, don't be alarmed. Because, you know, we haven't tested them, and they're old, they're frail. So Joe Biden, who, what, was he 80 now? I think 78, I know, he's 78. Uh, he falls into that category. So why does CNN want to kill the president? Oh, that's right. Maybe it's, maybe it's Harris. Maybe it's Kamala Harris that is stating that Biden, you know, let's give him the vaccine. Let's, let's, uh, let's see what happens to old Joe. And if he kills away, woohoo, then she's uh, president of the United States. Anyway, I kid, I kid, nobody wants that to happen to Joe Biden. I mean, come on, people, that's cruel. Wait a minute, CNN wants it to happen because they're the ones that want Biden to do it publicly. Look, uh, you know, this vaccine, by the way, uh, who knows? anything about it i don't i mean you know it's gone to market pretty damn fast which is part of what trump wanted to do i get it but still but still you know the most vulnerable are the uh elderly and cnn is saying hey it's okay old people are gonna die if they take it so don't be alarmed and then cnn says hey why don't we give this to biden on in front of everybody Yep, you will be made the vaccinated. Did that make sense, Woody? 
Yeah, I don't know what I mean either. So anyway, let, you know, let's go back to a little bit of election news. You know, up in Atrium County in Michigan, the, this is where it all started as far as irregularities. Remember, there were 6,000 votes that were flipped from uh, Trump to Biden. So 20, you know, one judge in Michigan allowed uh, people, uh, you know, on the right, of course, to check and do a forensic analysis of 22 voting machines. And then another judge said, nah, yeah, but you can't release those, uh, that information because they, they did they they basically did the forensic analysis and they came to some conclusions but then a judge came in and said hey you can't release the data what what do you mean what do you mean i can't release the data i don't nope, not gonna allow it so now another judge has come out and said okay you can release the data but we haven't seen it yet but the data now there's allegedly some data that is linked and here's what they said they found in those machines now we'll know pretty soon if this is real if this is what they found because you know whenever you know you do a gag order um information is leaked all the time here's what was leaked it was found that the voting machines had been connected to the internet uh which is illegal in the united states and that fake ballots were sent in batches for adjudication in either germany or spain uh, adjudication is a dominion override function that is meant for a mo marginal number of ballots, not for 106,000 ballots, uh, as was in the case in Fulton County, Georgia. So that's what was leaked. Now, we'll see if, it, if this one judge has said the information needs to be released. Well, <laughs> we're going to find out pretty soon if that's what happened. So what if that happened? Well, if that did happen, remember, uh, the Congress doesn't tally the electoral votes until January 6th. So nothing's official until January 6th, right? Even uh, though the Electoral College is meeting today as I record this, which is December 14th, even though the Electoral College is meeting uh, and, you know, Biden gets enough electoral votes, it's not tallied officially until January 6th. So what happens if, what happens if these machines are found to be doing stuff illegally? Well, it goes back to that executive order I mentioned in the previous episode. Now we got this executive order that Trump put out in September of 2018, I believe it was. So I don't know. This is going to be, I mean, again, it goes, what I mentioned earlier is, do we have the will? As a nation, do we have the will? You and I may have the will to fight, but do our elected officials, do our leaders have it? You know, in Michigan, the state legislature is controlled by the Republicans. Same as Pennsylvania, same as Georgia, and I believe the same as Wisconsin. But where are they? You know, the, the state legislatures are the ones that have the power over the election process in each state. They're the ones that decide. Where are they? I know that in Pennsylvania, they actually, I believe, are suing their own state. But where are they? Where our state legislatures should be doing press conferences. They should be making a lot of noise here. This has nothing to do with Trump. This is beyond Trump at this point in time. This is where Sidney Powell comes into play, what she's alleging with all the fraud between the Dominion company, the voting machines. This is bigger than a presidential election. If our vote is not sacrosanct, if our vote is compromised, then like I said earlier, we're a banana republic. So say goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And what else will happen in our country if this happens? Well, I've already mentioned it. What will happen if a Biden presidency, potentially what could happen, that was in a previous episode. But if uh, nothing is done, let's say we find out in Michigan what they just alleged, 
what was leaked out if what was leaked out is absolutely true that they were connected to the internet, which is illegal. And they did send votes to Germany or Spain, which they told us they didn't. And they did flip some votes when they told us they didn't. What if this audit finds out that they did, man, I'll tell you what, the shit's going to hit the fan, isn't it? But is it going to be the right fan? What happens? I mean, already the electoral college meets Biden slips in. Now what? Well, now you got to go through the process that's written in the Constitution of the United States. Unless Biden is implicated in the fraud where he's got his hands all over it, and you know he doesn't. You know he's not. I mean, the man is uh, cheese is slid off his cracker. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. Uh, if, if, but his minions do. They'd be the ones that may be held accountable. And I never say, I usually don't say, well, they're going to jail. He's going to jail. I just, no, no, nobody's going to that's a problem. Nobody goes to jail for this stuff. That's the problem. And we don't have the will to fight and the will to hold people accountable. We are soft as a nation. And I'm, it's getting to the point where it's like, man, well, I'll tell you what. Um, third party is looking better and better. But let, let me talk about third party real quick. Um, you've got two party, basically two major parties in the United States, right? You've got the Republicans and you got the Democrats. Of course, you got libertarians over here that are always trying to make some noise. You got the Green Party over here, always trying to make some noise. And then various parties throughout the United States that try to get on the ballots and do stuff. Not one of them is able to make a dent. I think the libertarians finally got a state legislature somewhere, and that's it. Not one of them has been able to make a dent. So let's say you're of the Republican Party right now, and you're frustrated. Gee, that sounds somewhat familiar. I don't know. But anyway, anyway, work with me. So let's say you're of the Republican Party right now, or you vote with the Republican Party, and you're somewhat frustrated. Not that that can happen. And you go, I'm going third party. Well, if 50% of them do that, that just gives the Democrats a free run. That's the problem with going third party. I'm, I would love to go third party. I absolutely would love to go third party, but it, it gives the Democrats everything that they want. Now, maybe that's what should happen. Maybe it's time to pull that Band-Aid off, and maybe it's time to say, screw it. I'm going to vote my principles, which you should be doing anyway, but too many people don't, and go third party and let it grow. The Democrats will do what the Democrats do, and they will destroy things. The Democrats aren't very good at governing. I know people think they are. They are not. And then the people who think they are are the ones that are ill-informed. And, and by the way, if you are a Democrat and you think the Democrats are for the little people, just look at who they are. The Democrats are the elites. Why is it if the Democrats are for the little people – and I hate using that phrase, by the way. If the Democrats are for the working people, let's say middle America, well, let's say middle class. Let's say the Democrat, if the Democrats are for the middle class, why is it that there are such huge votes on the West Coast and the East Coast? Why is it in these elite liberal leftist cities are where they congregate? Why is it that all of the big money people like the Bill Gates of the world all vote and go for leftist causes? If they're, they're for the middle class. And why is it, if you look at America and the way it votes in the middle of the country, right, middle America, middle class, however you want to look at it, generally votes conservative. Not Republican, but conservative. So if you think the Democrats are for the working class, you're 
sadly mistaken and you're naive at best because they are not they are the elite and they want complete control over you now i'm i'm fast becoming a, a believer that that's what this country wants not what we need but people want to be serfs they want to be governed they want to be controlled that way they don't have to think just look at all the people and apologize if you're one of them that wear masks in their car while driving alone <sighs> anyway let's talk about covid since i brought up masks i'm going to switch that topic here um i was down the rabbit hole again this morning and i noticed something as i was crunching some numbers so here is some numbers right so if you look at covid deaths in america i think we're at 266,000 covid deaths i believe now and you know you don't hear much about the flu anymore right however did you know that more people died of the flu this year than in the previous years did you know that in april and there were i think in two weeks there were two separate weeks there were well over ten thousand people that died of the flu and it, if you i think it's 200 and let's say 170 let's say 250 000. i'm sorry and, and so i went i went down the rabbit hole a little bit this morning when i was looking at some uh pandemic numbers because i'm just you know the hospitals aren't overrun i know the left and the media want you to think that but you can go to a hospital right now and chances are you're not going to have a wait uh in fact you know you hear about hospitals laying people off you hear about hospitals struggling financially when it should be a boon right now because of the you know the beds are all full at capacity with uh, covid19 people so here in america the first 48, let's talk the first 48 weeks. There's data that gives you some 48-week data for deaths, right, in America. And I know nobody likes to talk about deaths, but it's a fact of life, right? You're born, you die. It's going to happen. In between, you pay taxes, right? Birth, death, birth, taxes, death. There's your life right there in a nutshell. Uh, in 2018, I'm sorry, 20, 2019, um, you had about 2.6 million deaths the first 48 weeks of the year in 2020 2.8 million deaths and i'm rounding up here right uh, rounding down rounding up whatever just work with me so you got uh more deaths in 2020 than 2019 and there are some people there's some sites out there saying there's less deaths in 2020 than are in 2019 now, i i haven't found that that's why i went down this rabbit hole first because i'm looking okay were there more deaths in 2019 versus 2020 well no there there was not there are more deaths but so now they're trying to tell you that it coincides those additional deaths with covid-19 okay not Really, um, there were a lot of flu deaths here in the United States for 2020. In fact, in the couple of weeks in April, there were like over 10,000 flu deaths and like 10,000 COVID deaths. We've had more deaths from the flu this year than we have in um, 2019 and 2018. So we had 177,000 flu pneumonia. It's flu and pneumonia for 2018. Um, in 2019, let's see if I'm looking at my numbers, we had 100 and, 
60,000 flu deaths in 2019. In 2020, um, I'm sorry, we had 100, yeah, 160,000 2020 flu. And uh, this year, so far, we had like 250,000. So we've got more deaths in 2020 from the flu than in 2018 and 2019. And then in April, a couple, two weeks in April, we had over 10,000 deaths from flu and 10,000 deaths uh, in the same month from uh, coronavirus, COVID, right? What's, what, do, what do these numbers mean? What, what does this all mean? And I, I was shocked when I looked at this that we've had one of the worst flu seasons as far as number of people death in 2020 than in 2019 and 2018. So it's like, what, what are they not telling us? Now, this is from CDC. All this data comes from the CDC. And I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, something doesn't sit right. In week 15, week 16, and week 17 of this year, the number of flu deaths skyrocketed. Now, could it be that they just misdiagnosed them because that's when the onset of COVID happened? Could it be that, okay, those deaths were really COVID deaths, but they didn't know what they were at first and they categorized them as flu? Have you heard that? I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that in any of the media. I didn't see that when I looked for it, too. But in April of this year, we had a, an astounding high number of deaths from, that were attributed to the flu, according to the CDC numbers. And at the same time, by the way, where we had over 10,000 deaths, and I think it was week 14 and 15 of this year, we had over 10,000 deaths for the flu. At the same time, we had well over 10,000 deaths for COVID-19. I think 16,000 was week 15, uh, 17,000 week 14. Now, I may be off on what those weeks were, um, but the numbers, uh, again, I'm rounding the numbers, but what, what is the CDC not telling us? I, I mean, I don't know. All I know is all of a sudden we've had these huge, this, we had one of the worst flu seasons um, since 2015. So, if, if we had a really bad flu season this year, um, why? And if, if they misdiagnosed this as COVID, let's say all those flus are really COVID, why didn't they change that? Why didn't they tell us? I mean, they seem to love the fact that COVID is killing oh, so many people. I mean, CNN, on, uh, you know, they have their graphic right there on the side. On, on all of their shows, telling you how many deaths, how many infections. So they seem to revel in the fact that people are dying from COVID. So the higher the number, it's got to be better for them. But they didn't do that. And I don't understand it. So, I, you know, these numbers don't make any sense to me. Uh, and may, you know, I'm, maybe I'm just missing something here. But I wish somebody could tell me, how is it that 2020 we had more deaths from the flu in 2020 than we did in 2019 and 2018? And, and, and on, that's not in addition to the COVID. That's not meaning that underlying condition where they had the flu. No, no, no. They have three columns, right? They call it, uh, what is it? Pick. They have flu, they have pneumonia, and they have COVID. They have three columns. And they're separate numbers. The total number of COVIDs uh, are not in the number of flu. Um, and if they are, 
that doesn't make sense either because when you add all the numbers together it equals the total numbers of deaths so i just i looked at that this morning and i'm like okay what what is the cdc not telling us i mean the, the panic the the panic porn from this covid-19 are they really uh i mean are these numbers real i don't know i don't i don't really buy into the numbers and then you got this this is from the cia website right you know cia.gov i think it is now i know i know i know it's the cia you can't really trust the cia but the cia gives you the death rate they have a chart uh in what the death rate is so here's the death rate per cap per 1000 right so what this is saying like the numbers from 2011 from 2011, the death rate is 8.1, meaning for every 1,000 American citizens, 8.1 died in 2011. In 2012, 8.1. In 2013, 8.2. In 2014, 8.2. In 2015, 8.5. In 2016, 8.5. In 2017, 8.7. In 2018, 8.8. So you think we got to get to 9% in 2019, right? No, no. In 2019, the death rate was 8.28. But you're going to go, E, you just told me about all the flu. The flu is at a max, is, is the highest it's been in five years for 2020, the death rate for the flu, and then put COVID on top of that. So the death rate in 2020 has got to be what, 12%? No. Um, 8.31 is what the CIA numbers are. Now, again, 2019, it was 8.28. Now, what they're going to tell you, this being they, being the left, are that, well, the COVID-19 numbers aren't in there. Again, 266,000, 280,000, however what number it is, the death rate would still not get as high as 2017. 2017, it was 8.7. 8.7 was the death rate. So for every 1,000 Americans in 2017, 8.7 died. In 2019, 8.2 died out of every 8.28 died out of every 1,000. In 2020, 8.31. So add the COVID in there; it's still not going to be as high as 2017. You ever you get you starting to see a pattern here? Are we being played for control? People driving around their cars wearing a mask alone. Um, people uh, running. But we don't allow sports, though. I was, you know, I'm not a big sports person, but I was at a restaurant last night. There was a football game on, and the players would get out on the field, and they take their masks off, and they play. They get off the field. They put their mask on. What does that do? How does that solve anything? So we're still for our entertainment value, you know, because if they're out in the field uh, exerting all that effort in their game, they need as much oxygen as they can. And you put a mask on, it's going to affect the – uh, their performance so you know obviously they're not going to wear a mask while they're doing that because you know it'll affect their performance they got to perform at peak yeah so we've got a government that um is willing to do anything it can a political party willing to do anything it can to win an election uh that is being assisted from the deep state the insiders You've got a populace now that just doesn't mind all of this. They're like, oh, ready to be, you know, they're ready to be led rather than uh, questioning their government. They just put their mask on. I mean, I see it in my own neighborhood. People are walking their dog wearing a mask. 
So, you know, you start looking at the, re you start digging a little deeper. Why do things happen the way they happen? Like, how do you catch a flu? Well, you catch a flu the same way, by the way, you catch this coronavirus, apparently. Droplets in the air, people cough and sneeze. But um, if there's no one around you, there's no one around to cough or sneeze. So if you wearing a mask, walking your dog, and there's no one around you, you're doing that because the government told you to. And you can say, no, the media told me to. Okay, they're one of the same at this point. You know, you're doing it because the government is telling the media to tell you to do this. We're fast becoming serfs in this country, ladies and gentlemen. And it's, it's at an alarming rate. And if you do just a mediocre of research, you can find all the information is out there. Uh, one last story, and we'll wrap today up. And I do encourage you to go to my YouTube channel and watch my funny videos. I think they're funny. Uh, and if they're not funny, I'd like to hear from you, by the way. Because uh, really, I'm serious. I, I want to hear if you think, me, that's, that misses the mark. I know you think it's funny, um, but it's not. It's really crappy. I want your criticism. I want constructive criticism. I love constructive criticism. It's how we get, how we become better through constructive criticism because we don't want to live in a vacuum. If I think it's great, but there's people out there that think it's crap. Tell me why it's crap and I'll make it better because I'm having a lot of fun doing these. But I hope you enjoy them. That's why I'm doing it. Uh, I spent 10 years of my life with a media company where I watched a lot of movies, eh, Blockbuster back in the day, and I watched a lot of movies. So I've got a huge reference in my head of movie moments that I'm tying into what some of these politicians are doing. And I, you know, the people that I'm showing it to and getting feedback are, are they're telling me it's funny, so I want to hear from you. So please visit. I, I'm, they're on my Rumble channel. And Rumble, I am the PBO Podcast. On YouTube, I'm Politics and Brown Liquor. You can find me either way. And let me know. And they're in my, you know, at my uh, website, thepbopodcast.com. The links are there. And tell me what you think. I'll, they're also in the show notes. So uh, anyway, this last story, and we'll wrap this up. And remember, Biden is speaking tonight at 8 p.m. as I'm recording this on December 14th. So uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have some material to work with to make another funny meme. This story is, is from DJHJ Media. Here's the headline. Christmas star, December 21st, for first time in 800 years, the star of Bethlehem will shine and lead. First time in 800 years we'll be able to see the star of Bethlehem. Maybe it's a sign. Maybe it's something that we need. Keep the faith, ladies and gentlemen. There, are, there is a greater plan out there, and what we need to do is we need to keep our resolve high. Don't give up. Don't give in. Your thoughts mean a lot, and we need to make sure that we can see the light. Thanks for listening to this episode of the PBO Podcast. I have no idea what that just meant, but I thought I'd put it out there anyway. Thanks for listening to the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Please do visit our website, thepbopodcast.com. Check out our social media links. Uh, I have a lot of fun on Twitter. I'd love to engage with you on Twitter. Uh, call me out on Twitter. Say, hey, I listen to your show, watch your show, so I know who I'm talking with. And we'll have some entertainment. Uh, and uh, keep sending me all those links. I get a lot of links from people's stories and such. Appreciate it so much. And as always, Always remember, life is not the matrix. Life is an algorithm. So please help us in our algorithm by like, follow, share, 
uh, rates and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Cannot tell you the best thing you can do to help out the show is to subscribe to whatever platform it is you're listening to or watching us on. If it is on Apple iTunes, please subscribe. Give us five-star ratings. If it's on Rumble, please uh, subscribe, 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 and give us a, a rumble. And if it's on YouTube, uh, the totalitarian tube, please do give us a subscribe and a like as well, too. Again, it helps with the algorithm, and it's how you can support the show without spending a dime. Now, if you want to spend a dime or a dollar or $10,000, you can visit us at patreon.com slash the PBL podcast and buy a membership. And each month, you can help support the show financially to keep us on air, if you will, by buying a membership anywhere from a dollar. Yes, yes, yes. There is one for $10,000 a month. So I'm looking for an oligarch. I need an oligarch. So if you know an oligarch that wants to give us uh, some money monthly to keep the show alive, by all means, hey, hey, you oligarch, Mr. Mi and it could be a Mrs. Oligarch. You know, Hunter Biden got $3.5 million from a Mrs. Oligarch. So why shouldn't we, uh, Mrs. Oligarch? Here, help out the show by subscribing to their $10,000 a month. And by the way, you can pledge whatever you want to pledge. So if you're a really wealthy oligarch, maybe from Russia, hey, even from the Ukraine, what the hey, we'll take it. Uh, go ahead and hook us up. Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode of PBL Podcast Politics and Brown Liquor.